Hello, I'm Brent Bell, head of school at Darlington, and welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'll be talking with several Darlington alumni who have gone on to successful collegiate athletic careers. Joining us today are Trinity Andrews, class of 2021, a gymnast at Oregon State University, Cade Brock, class of 2020 of the University of Georgia football team, and Russell Sheely, class of 2018 of Syracuse University's soccer program. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Thank you guys for being with us today. Oh yeah, thank you for having us. Well, we will, uh, let's go ahead and we'll start with, well, Russell, where are you today? Where are you coming from? Where are you joining us from? I'm in uh, Los Angeles. All right. Well, so so we got two on the West Coast. Uh, Trinity, where are you today? I'm from Corvallis, Oregon. Okay. And Cade? I'm in Athens, Georgia. <laughs> All right. Cade's in Athens, Corvallis, Los Angeles. Uh, so great place to start, I think, with our first question. And uh, I would love to to learn a little bit more about you all's journey to um, your college athletic career. And uh, Trinity, why don't we start with you and and share a little bit about how uh, you found a home at Oregon State? Yeah, for sure. So um, I actually started talking to the assistant coach of Oregon State. Um, I think when I was a sophomore in high school and he actually worked with Auburn. So I met him and worked with him for several years up until the end of senior year. And he transferred to Oregon State and kind of reached out and said they were interested. And I had a few other options and kind of trying to figure it all out. And I went on a visit here um, probably right before I graduated, so a few months and i absolutely loved it it the team was so nice the coaches were amazing they immediately just you know really welcomed me and wanted me to come they had all the school programs that i was looking for and it just i knew right then that this is where i wanted to be awesome in addition to to gymnastics what are you studying at oregon state so i'm a biology major but i just declared a pre-med track and added a spanish minor all right. Awesome. Thank you. Cade, what about you? Tell us about your journey to UGA. I remember uh, giving you your diploma in your living room because it was COVID and uh, you were headed to summer camp there, uh, you know, headed to Athens, I think maybe even the next day, Mr. Peer and I came out. Um, right. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Um, I guess after that day, after you handed me a diploma, yeah, that, that sounds right. I uh, got in the car and headed to Athens. Um, I've liked it so far. Uh, it's been it's a lot of work, um, but really, I mean, Darlington helped me a bunch when in that kind of beginning process of that journey uh, with like the, especially the other college coaches and so many different colleges being there to recruit. Um, well, especially Tate bringing in every co every college in the country, but along with I mean, there were tons of other schools there that were you know kind of made that journey even possible to begin with. Um, but I came out here. I took, uh, I guess, I took my official visit, like uh, Trinity was saying. Uh, I loved it. It's, it's kind of like a. At first, it was kind of overwhelming, but uh, it's now it kind of feels more like a small city, and 
kind of more like a hometown, but uh, it's been nice. I, I've loved every minute of it. It's a lot of work, but it's, it's been pretty rewarding, and I'm glad that I've had this experience so far. A lot of work and a lot of winning, right? A lot of work, yeah. <laughs> a lot of work. And what are you studying? My major is agribusiness. Okay, terrific. Yeah. Not as hard as hers, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool though it's a pretty cool major I've, I've gotten to see a couple of uh demonstrations of some of the programs over there it's it's that's great good for you and russell what about you you're, you're you've been out of away from darlington for a little bit longer you've had a, a pretty cool journey tell us a little bit about it and and why are you in los angeles yeah so <clears throat> i guess starting my journey um i joined the darlington soccer academy when i was in seventh grade um just playing up playing with the high school guys kind of helped me hone my skills um i stopped doing that um whenever atlanta united recruited me um to play for their academy team and uh that opened a lot of doors for me with colleges and um gave gave a lot of interest toward towards me and so i first ended up going to University of Maryland for my first two years of college. Um, spent two years there, um, pl didn't play my first year. Um, I was redshirted underneath uh, another goalie who, who plays professionally now. And uh, then my second year, I really didn't have the best of years. Um, so I, I lost a spot and I decided that transferring and trying to start over um, somewhere else would be good. So Syracuse was my second choice out of high school. And um, they asked me to come come look at the school again. And uh, yeah, I decided that's the place where I wanted to go. And so I spent three years there. I just finished up this past December. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't regret my decision. I think it's the best decision I ever made. Go up in the cold, but um, no, I really enjoyed it. Made a lot of friends um yeah great experiences there and then um the reason why i'm in los angeles is i got drafted by um la galaxy out here so i'm here for preseason right now so and the reason why i was late today is uh i didn't think we were gonna have a lift but we did so i pumped that out and then then uh drove drove over here uh to my hotel so yeah Awesome. And what did you major in? What's uh, your degree in from Syracuse? Yeah, my my major's title is communications and rhetorical studies. It's basically a communication degree. Uh, mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Good, good. And tell us a little bit more, Russell, about how your soccer career at Syracuse ended. Yeah, we uh, we ended up going nineteen two and four, I think, and uh, won it all. So it was it was a great way to go out. For sure, yeah. One one ACC regular season, one ACC tournament, and then we won the national championship. So if there was a trophy, we won it this year. So it's it's pretty cool. Was that expected for Syracuse this year? No. So we were actually uh, we were in the preseason polls. We were supposed to finish fourth in the um, fourth in our division and. Uh, yeah, it didn't didn't turn out like that um, at all. So we were we finished the regular season 
um, first in our division, and then, yeah, <laughs> we weren't we weren't supposed to be this good, but I knew I knew we were, we were gonna be good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And Trinity, how's your season going this year? It's going really well. Um, we've had uh, several quad meets where normally we'll have dual meets where there's only two teams competing against each other, but quad meets you have four and those have been a lot of fun. Normally a lot more people show up to those and it's super high energy and just a great time. Um, and so we did really good at those and we compete against Arizona this upcoming weekend and we just tied Cal last weekend. So okay. really well. So you would say, are you about halfway through your season? I think we just hit the halfway mark um, for regular season and then postseason will go a little okay. longer. Great. And Kate, how did the Georgia football season play out this year for, for those <laughs> of our listeners who, you know, maybe uh, have other interests? I would say it went pretty well. Um, <laughs> it probably maybe as expected. Uh, I think that people are starting to kind of expect it more now, which is I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, but uh, it's it, it went about how as good as you could want it to go. Um, we we beat everyone that we played pretty handedly, and then I think that was that's got to be the mo the best uh, or the most. Uh, most points scored in the national championship and definitely the, the biggest uh, deficit or I mean, biggest lead mm -hmm. over someone. But, yeah. So, so you've been there how many years? This, uh, this next, like this upcoming season will be my fourth season. My fourth so you've year. been there three years, won two national championships. Yes, sir. Man, uh, people, you're going to spoil people for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it's been pretty wild, like seeing it go from my first year here and then like, seeing things kind of change like really in the off season or after that first year of like everyone kind of taking a like a mental shift and like a different approach to things and just they always talk about the standard and i guess you could really see that during that off season like the standard really got raised by some of the like, mm -hmm. leaders on the team and some of the older guys that uh like off that team last year that had i think like 15 draft picks or some some wild like that but uh really those guys like kind of just changed the whole attitude of the team. And uh, I remember being in that team meeting the day after my first season ended and then the guys kind of saying, like, yeah, we're going, like, you know, not being able to beat Alabama and just always getting right there and it not never going never going our way, like, ever, mm -hmm. my, our whole life growing up. So, but I think this those leaders in the room that day were like, we're going to change. We're just going to change what we're doing and set a standard and, we're going to hold everyone on the team to that same standard. And uh, since then, I mean, everything's been totally different. I mean, we went, we won. And so it's been a lot of work, but it's definitely fun. And uh, I've got to actually got to go out there to LA, which I didn't think I was going to be a huge fan of, but that's definitely the my most favorite place that we've been anywhere with a team. I loved LA. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I was trying to get out to the game, but I couldn't get any tickets. Like it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, tickets were crazy. I had everybody, everybody from everywhere. It seemed like I was trying to get tickets, but uh, I gave all mine to my family. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. How how is it out there playing soccer? That thing's pretty cool. I didn't know. I didn't. I guess I just didn't realize that that had happened. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, it's been good. Uh, the level's a bit a bit higher than uh, what I've been playing in college, but yeah, no, I'm adjusting well. All right, next step up. 
yeah yeah that's the next step up it's it's way faster so i just have to adjust to that you know quality of play is always always better like they're they're really good players in college but but it's not like the entire team but here it's like everybody's good so it's yeah it's a challenge but something i'm happy about yeah obviously yeah I was literally playing FIFA earlier. I couldn't imagine being a, a professional goalie in real life. That'd be insane. <laughs> well, hopefully, I'm. Uh, I'll be on that soon. I don't have a yeah, game. Yeah. I have to get you on a game. Yeah, I don't have a contract yeah. yet, so so I get drafted, and then basically it's like a, a tryout. So I've been out here for for a month, and then they're gonna make a decision. Hopefully, this week, um, if I get get a contract or not. So. Fingers crossed. Yeah, what's, we're rooting for you. What's the next step after that? Like after you get your contract? Yeah, just part of the team. Um, train, train with the team. Um, y'all are starting like preseason stuff. Like right after they announce who's on the team, y'all start practicing. No, stuff. so so basically, I'm I'm a part of preseason right now. Um, oh, okay. So they're kind of like trialists within. There's me, and then there's this other draft pick, and they brought in another trialist as well to train with the team and so basically it's like a tryout during preseason and so yeah it's it's way different than other sports like usually usually you get drafted then you get a contract but um i kind of have to work for mine now yeah so. they, they, want, they want to make sure they want to keep you <laughs> yeah i guess the the national championship didn't didn't help all that so you guys are all obviously not only Division One athletes, but I guess as they as they call it, Power Five conference uh, level athletes, which I think for for those of us that aren't um, probably has a certain uh, element of of glamour to it. Uh, I'd be curious uh, if if you all would share what's been some most surprising um, to you about sort of. Uh, being a college athlete and the and the sort of expectations that uh, that go along with that, what, what's probably surprised you the most? I think for me, it's um, the level of competition that everyone came from to get to this level of D1 athletics. Um, we're just all from such different backgrounds. Um, I compete with international elite gymnasts and former Olympians who are trying to go back to the Olympics again. And I'm from a small town in Rome, Georgia. And I just think that's really impressive. And I get to see like where everyone's come from and it's, it all takes the same amount of work ethic and talent. And it's really fun to just all come together and get to share all of these different aspects. So I think that surprised me the most for sure. Yeah. Great. I would say something probably pretty similar. Uh, just like, the level of competition is just how like how much it really increases from high school to like where, where we're at now it's just it's re it really is like it truly is the best of the best uh, from everywhere around mm -hmm. yeah i guess i'm gonna piggyback as well i mean it kind of yeah it, it kind of just filters into like high school so big there's so many high schools so many people from everywhere and then kind of college like the power fives like they get the best of the best and so when you're a part of that you know it's extremely humbling and you know it's an honor to to play at that level but you just look around and everybody's good and you know sometimes in high school you play against somebody that's not so good but in college you're always gonna always gonna get somebody that 
that's uh, that's worked hard to be there and and uh, yeah. So it just as you get up, it just keeps funneling, funneling all the good players, and then yeah. So. I guess one thing that kind of took me by surprise was like. I'd always knew that like a lot of a lot went into football and like college football, especially and like just the media and the fans and all that making a big deal about it. But I didn't really. What kind of surprised me was like how much really on the inside goes into it. Like I didn't really think that there would be that many details and stuff that went into it, and that many meetings and ever about stuff you wouldn't really ever would think would take longer than a five minute meeting, but somehow they stretch it out to forty five minutes or an hour, and it's just one after another and you would never think that much stuff would be involved in just a football game, but somehow they figure out a way to stretch everything out. Um, great. So obviously I got to ask this one. Um, tell me a little bit about in your mind, how you feel like Darlington prepared you uh, for the sort of college lifestyle and the, maybe the, the lifestyle of a, of a college athlete. I think the biggest thing was the schedules of classes and getting to have those free periods. Um, I did all of my homework during the school day, um, just during those free times. It was really nice. And, you know, now on a Monday, I can sit here at 1 p.m. in the afternoon and I have time to be here and um, just because I got everything done earlier. So I think time management was a really big thing. And then also, you guys really helped me accommodate for my practice schedule because I wasn't a school sport and mm -hmm. my gym was an hour away. So you guys really helped me. Um, like, in, I remember in middle school, I didn't have to do PE on the day that I had practice because I wouldn't make it in time and I'm about to have a four hour practice anyway. So <laughs> I don't think PE would be beneficial at that point. But you guys just always helped me. And then throughout the recruiting process, I had a lot of support and trying to find the right place to go and it was it was really helpful so yeah i would just i would definitely say the free the free period thing's huge because i answer a lot of other kids that i sit that come into college that have been used to like that same uh schedule every day like every block every day and never having any free time like when they get here um they kind of i guess it, not everyone but some it kind of um, throws them off by having like that amount of you know time to do what you want, and then you have to make that decision. Normally, you've been being forced to just do all your work, but now you have to make that decision to actually do it during your free time. So I think that Darlington, I'm just, I was the same way yesterday. I tried to get all my stuff done during the school day so I could have as much free time as possible once we got out of practice. But mm -hmm. I think that was something that definitely helped me was kind of like building that sense of urgency and uh, trying to get everything done like why you why you do have a little bit of time so that later on you can have do what you want good great yeah i'd say um probably the the biggest aspect is, for me was the uh you know the whole boarding process like i i was a day student but you know i i spent a lot of time in the dorms uh hanging out with people from all over the place um i think i think that helped me a lot i'm i'm a social guy um anyways but um just being able to learn about people's cultures and different you know where people come from having that good conversation just just figuring out who people are and um respecting everybody else like all their cultures and learning about it um it kind of like went into college as well i 
I learned all these little phrases from, from high school, from my friends in high school, and I'm still using them for people that I meet in Los Angeles or Syracuse or Maryland, like, cause it's soccer's international sport. So we're getting a lot of international guys and I'm, I'm learning, still learning stuff, but you know, the things that I learned from, from the Kims, um, I don't know if you remember David and, uh, yeah, yeah. and Sam. Yeah. Like I, I had a Korean teammate and I was <laughs> saying stuff in Korean to them and they, and they love it. They love that. I, I know a little bits, uh, bits of Korean. And so it's, uh, no, it's, it's a lot of fun, um, to get to know people from all over. And I think it helped, it's helped me connect with people on my team. Um, when they're coming over a different country playing soccer and to have somebody like know a little bit about their culture and uh, you can talk, talk to them and have a good conversation. Um, just joke around. It's yeah. So that, that was a big part. Um, I think of what, what Darlington gave me. Awesome. Who were some of your favorite teachers at Darlington? Uh, Mr. Hudson. I love Mr. Hudson. Uh, Miss Atkins was a great teacher too. Mm -hmm. She actually reached out to me uh, not too long ago. She had sent me a text about something. I think I had uh, she had seen something or had been checking up on something on Mom's Facebook or something, and had reached out to me and told me she was proud of me and stuff. And uh, I always appreciate her because math is not my strong suit. It's still not my <laughs> strong suit, and she helped me out a lot in that class. Awesome. I would say my third grade teacher, Mr. McConnell. Um, he has been through like the whole process of gymnastics and um, and definitely Miss Smith from pre-K as well. I mean, they are just really close family friends and super supportive and just the nicest people you'll ever meet. Awesome. Great. Yeah, I'll have to say uh, Mr. Marshall was was one of my all time favorites. Um, yeah, Mr. Shorey. He, uh, yeah, we'd always, he wouldn't like it, but me and Jack Albertson would, uh, kind of goof around <laughs> in class, but you know, get stuff done. We'd get stuff done, but we, of course, yeah. Um, he, he, he would laugh, but he, he really didn't enjoy it, but I really like Mr. Shorey, great guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, there, there are a lot, cause I started in kindergarten. There are a lot of teachers that, that I could say. I really enjoyed. So great. Um, I think one of the things that that people are interested in and curious about uh, in in college athletics these days broadly is sort of uh, players being able to create a brand or build a brand for themselves, name, image, and likeness uh, related uh, sort of things. Um, I'd love y'all's thoughts on that. You feel like it's a uh, it's been a positive for you. Um, been a challenge. What? How have you uh, sort of uh, embraced or not embraced sort of some of those uh, opportunities? And and Cade, why don't we start with you? I know uh, last time I saw your your dad, he was telling me about some of the things that uh, that you've got going on there on in social media and and stuff like that with yeah tours and stuff. Yeah, we so we started uh, DGD Outdoors and. It was, it's actually, it's not NIL. So I, I have had a little bit of experience with NIL um, in the past before we kind of got DGD Outdoors going, but uh, not near as like 
I don't play, so I not near as much as like uh, you know Stetson and Brock and Lad and all them. But right, uh, it's definitely had its like it's definitely had its own impact on like the sport itself. It's I really I don't know, football maybe a little more, but I don't know how it's like what all it's even going to do to the sport. It's, it really changes a lot of things. Um, I don't know if it was a great. I mean, it, it's a good thing for some for some in some cases, and some things sometimes it's not in others. But uh, no, the DGD Outdoor stuff. It, it that's actually um, it's all under an LLC, so it wouldn't actually. It's not an NIL. It's that's kind of a little bit different. Um, but with DGD Outdoors, we kind of just started it. Uh, I just started taking some of the players um, on the team hunting and fishing. They knew I like to hunt and fish, so they asked if they could tag along, and then. We uh we eventually just started recording it because we first started recording it because it was so funny, but then we had to we started recording it. And people were like, "Hey, you can actually do something with this," and then so I had to be more serious on camera. But it uh we just started taking the players and just kind of showing them that you know, no matter where you're from, like no matter the your background or if you had ever have any experience prior doing it or being out in the outdoors or anything like that, that uh it really is for everybody, and it's been just a blast taking these guys um and showing them like what i've grown up doing and what i love doing so much and it's uh it's funny watching them like latch onto it and get addicted to it and it's uh it's been pretty cool we actually have the llc LLC side is um like we kind of we sell shirts and sell some other uh, like game shirts and some merchandise on our website but um we have a non-profit side too where we'll you know we'll try to set up you know a number of events throughout the year maybe and um, connect some of these players on the team, like if it's taking them fishing or taking them out shooting skeet or something with some of the other local charity outreach programs, like maybe if it's uh, the Boys and Girls Club here in Athens or even the elementary school across the street from the facility. And um, we're looking at doing something with some of the Wounded Warrior projects and stuff like that, just trying to just hang out with the players and just uh, promoting the outdoors and sharing my love of it with everyone else and it's been a pretty cool experience so far. That's awesome. So if, if our listeners want to follow or watch the videos, what do they, what should they do? Uh, so you could, you can see either you can see the website, dgdoutdoors.com. It has a bunch of stuff on there. It's kind of a little bit more about what's going on in our story. Uh, it's got some merchandise and some other stuff and some cool pictures, but then Instagram is really, we have a YouTube channel, but most of our main stuff comes out on Instagram first. Cause it's, it's still me doing most of it, so it's kind of kind of having to balance that in school and football and some other stuff. So it's a uh, it's been pretty cool, but that's yeah, Instagram and and the website. All right, and it's a, is it DGD Outdoors? Is that what the search yeah. on Instagram? Yeah, find it? yeah, on Instagram it's just at DGD Outdoors. Right. Well, hopefully hope you get your followership up after yeah. this podcast. Yeah, everyone, everyone go follow it, like it, comment, do that whole thing. <laughs> Trinity Russell, what about you guys and sort of the whole branding and NIL and all that sort of stuff? I know it's huge in gymnastics for at least some competitors. Uh, we, we, uh, a uh, lot of conversation about the gymnasts at LSU and, and, um, meat management and game management kind of went through some of the head of school lift serves, uh, a few weeks ago. So what, what's that been like in y'all's world? So I think for me, I found it really hard to get involved in NIL because there 
are a lot of Olympians that have decided mm -hmm. to go D1 um, just recently in the past few years. So I feel like they're the main face of NIL deals and brand deals and everything like that. It has definitely raised some security concerns. So I think um, they're doing well to manage that. Um, it's interesting to see. I'm glad it's not close with us um, and we don't have security concerns, but um, it is kind of crazy to watch. And uh, several of my teammates have NIL deals and they do a lot with it. And I think it's super cool to get out there. And what Cade's doing sounds amazing. You know, so many projects and everything. I mean, just getting out there showing, you know, that you guys are people, not just athletes on a TV. So I think it's great. My uh, experience, well, it kind of started when I was on the tail end of my, is my last year. Um, but yeah, my experience has kind of been, it's, it's kind of tough to get, um, if you're not like a football player or basketball player, it's kind of, it's kind of tough to get, uh, you know, NIL deal with some monetary value. Um, if, if you're not one of the big sports, um, just from what I've seen, um, what I've tried to do every, every brand is just like, it's just like, here, wear our socks and then you can have free socks and then we'll put you on our Instagram page. But it's like, like it, if to me, if you want, like, if you want free socks, then, then go ahead, by all means, get free socks, be sponsored by this, by this, um, this team, but, or this group. But for me, like, I, you know, if I make an appearance somewhere then and I, I get paid for that, or um, if I wear this, these socks, you know, just something, uh, something a little bit more, more than just socks. I just use socks as an example, because I've had a bunch of socks, sock companies come at me and ask if they want to, if we want to collab. And I was like, yeah, not for me, like, thanks, but no. Um, but like the, at Syracuse, they're football players and basketball players. They're getting, getting a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of NIL deals, um, around Syracuse in the mall. Like they get, they get paid and then to like do a photo shoot and promotions and stuff. And then, um, and then they'll, it's like a Dave and Busters is one of the examples. They, they get like free free tokens for for games and stuff for however much um but it's yeah it's kind of been hard after we won and went to the final four um i actually got a call from somebody that works is starting they just started to work with like um with the athletes trying to get them like the nil deal you know more involved with all the other athletes, not just basketball and football. He works with like Carmelo Anthony and, you know, all these, like the Bayheims, all the, the big names that came out of Syracuse. Um, and so they started like a group to, to help athletes, you know, do, do appearances, get connected with companies where you're, you're not just getting socks. So um, I wasn't able to do the appearance, but it would have, it would have been uh what I was looking for out of an NIL deal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just been, uh, it was kind of 
if I was just joining college, I think I would try to, you know, maybe get a pair of socks or get my name out there a little bit more with that. But I was towards the end, end of my college career, and I was just like, I really don't want to put myself in this. And um, but I have a glove glove deal now since since uh, leaving college, so getting a little bit of money and uh, and uh, free gloves. So pretty good. awesome. There you go. We could probably talk about all that for for hours, right? As it as it all kind of puts together, and and the and the different sports that you guys are involved in makes that an even more interesting conversation. To Trinity's point about you know someone like Suni Lee now having the opportunity to go compete in college gymnastics, right? Because of of the that money, but what that means, obviously for for everybody else and teammates and, and, uh, and all those sort of things. So thanks. Thanks for sharing that. And, um, appreciate everybody's time today. I, I don't want to keep you guys too long because I know you're, uh, marvelous time managers, but you're also busy people. Um, so maybe, uh, if you wanted to share just kind of, as we finish up, maybe kind of one or two, uh, favorite experiences that you've had as a, as a college athlete. Um, and then, uh, would love to know also is there any anything that um you're doing now that's keeping you connected to darlington are there are there people uh you know with the darlington association that you run into or uh folks that that you count on uh from your time uh here that are uh, are still a big part of your life uh today so kind of a couple closing questions anybody can can take a take the first I would guess. Say my definitely uh my favorite moment or moments i guess have been winning the national championship the last two years that was definitely a the peak or highlight of it all um someone that has stayed with me from i mean from time to time i know coach has just retired and coach hunt but uh and coach rattler she was there when i was there but all all three of them have stayed and like checked up on me and made sure i was good my whole time when i was here and kind of stayed stayed by my side but uh yeah, I'd say, I would say that was definitely the, the biggest moment. And uh, I was just extremely thankful for Darlington and everything and the connections and everything it's given me. And uh, I'm glad that I got, you know, that that was part of my journey. You and Coach Muschamp ever talk about Darlington? Yeah, yeah, Coach Muschamp. Well, actually, yeah. So, yeah, actually say that, Coach Muschamp. Uh, he's he's the coach there. And then uh, Robert Muschamp, actually. Well, that's right. He he is uh, he is on staff, and he was actually working with me a little bit this year. Um, he kind of just gets moved around wherever they need him, but he's on staff there too now, and so that's been pretty cool. So uh, the Muschamps are great people. I actually roomed with Coach Muschamp's son, and I guess that'd be Robert's yeah Robert's cousin Jackson. Mm -hmm. My first my first uh, year okay. here, and the Muschamps are great people. Yeah, great. Thanks for sharing that, Trinity. What about you? Favorite memories and um i would say last year uh when we beat ucla at home so our head coach graduated from ucla and was on the gymnastics team and so that's probably our biggest rival here in the pac-12 and we got to beat them last year for the first time in a few years and i got to experience that and the energy was off the walls in that arena that night so that was probably my favorite memory um but my mom now works at Darlington, which is super fun. And my brother's still on the soccer academy, so I get to watch him do all that stuff. And he's starting the recruiting process. So I feel like I'm not much help with that, but I do try and, you know, <laughs> just encourage him. And you guys are all just 
so supportive with me and him and my mom just loves it and yeah it was everyone was super helpful and always nice great good to hear russell um for me i mean i really don't want to say it because it's such an easy answer um i'll say the whole process from when i transferred to syracuse to finishing as a national champion when i first joined it was like the team was in shambles it was we weren't winning it was during covid but we still played a couple games and we we were like bottom of the acc we were really bad um but then the second season we did a little bit better, but fell short. And then this last season, I think I think the whole journey of of where we started when I when I joined to the end. Um, I mean, I guess that's not a one moment thing, but I, I really appreciate the the process of it. It helped me um, help me grow. Um, so that that's probably got to be my favorite favorite part about the college. But um, how many penalty kicks did you save in the national championship game? I saved uh, two to win it. Yeah, the second one and I think the seventh one. So it was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but my uh, yeah, keeping me connected to Darlington. I still have friends. Um, me and Rand Smith, we we still talk all the time. He's uh, my best friend for life. So. Um, yeah, we still talk all the time. I, I still talk to people, uh, some Germans that, uh, that I met sophomore year, still talk to them. Um, yeah. And then whenever I come home, I always, always got to come back, um, come back and see the campus and try to run into people. And Trinity, if Maddox ever needs any, any help, I'll, I'll definitely, uh, just have him reach out to me and I'll, I'll see what I can do for him. Thank Maddox, you. I appreciate that. <laughs> is actually my buddy. Um, we, when I was in fourth or fifth grade, I think we we had reading buddies, and he was he was mine. So me and Maddox. I remember were, that yeah. he was like four or five. Yeah, but you were like his favorite person ever. Yeah, it was so <laughs> we, funny. I loved yeah. it. It was so much fun going down there to hang out with them. So me and Maddox. Were <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Well, I'll pass that along. Yeah, I'm sure he'll like, really appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah. Well, this has been uh, an awesome conversation, guys. It has been uh, really great to catch up and uh, hear what what you guys are doing, and and just know that uh, you know certainly me personally and and your your school are just really proud of all of you guys and everything that you're doing and everything that you're accomplishing, uh, and the way that you're you're just embracing and seizing these opportunities that that are before you, and that that just makes us. Uh, really, really proud and really excited for you and what the future holds uh, moving forward. So um, thanks for, uh, again, for a great conversation. Uh, and we'll look forward to uh, to catching up with you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. We're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org slash podcast. And if you ever have questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. 
The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication, advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast.